0: And so I would say if you're making some income, look at what are those revenue generating activities. Can I pay someone to do some of the cheaper things so I can do more of the things that bring in money? I make more money because I'm not in the inbox because I don't deal with that stuff. I pay someone like a lower amount and then I do the higher paying tasks.
1: you're listening to the How to Turn Your Goals into Reality podcast, where I firmly believe that your wildest dreams are 100% possible. My name is Teresa, and I'm obsessed with goal setting for results, using systems to make it easier, mastering neuroscience to transform your life, and helping you to figure out how to get your life to work for you. So I'm a city chick who started an online business with two kids under two years old. And yes, I know I was crazy (laughs) and I created $4,000 in less than 14 days. But that, my friend, was just the beginning. Since then, I've been able to multiply that by helping people just like you to create an impact in the world while living their purpose. And here... I teach you proven strategies and best-kept secrets to building a life that is aligned with your vision and helping you to blaze a trail to your unique destiny. Miss an opportunity to keep it real? (laughs) Never. Success and failure mixed with a lot of business plus audacious goal setting while trying to figure out motherhood and purpose are all a few things that we talk about here. So how about you think about this as your one-stop shop the place that you go to, to spend time with your inner circle, and to be around like-minded, ambitious trailblazers who are committed to living a life full of purpose and impact no matter what. Grab your favorite notebook, pour a glass of your favorite bottle of Moscato, and get ready to be challenged, inspired, and moved to action. This is where you come to listen, learn, change, and grow. Let's dive in. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another edition of the Wednesday How to Turn Your Goals into Reality podcast. <laughs> It has been so fun putting these together for you. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for those of you who have sent feedback, letting me know what you're enjoying about these episodes. I really, really appreciate it. And it is really helpful when it comes to choosing guests for the show and all that kind of stuff. And in this episode, you're going to hear me chat with one of my good friends, Faith Mariah, who's an online business expert. And she's just going to take us behind the scenes and kind of show us what it's been like for her growing her online business. Now, you're also going to hear us talk about a promotion that she had going on in the summertime because this was recorded in the summer and those links are no longer available however because this promotion is something that we do basically every year and it happens a few times a year maybe two to three times a year depending on the promotion when you join my email family which i'll include in the the show notes here you will be able to get access to that promotion when it's going on i will make sure that you get access to all these goodies and gems that we talk about in this episode. But in the meantime, sit back, grab your favorite hot cocoa, and let's get this party started. All right. So we are here with somebody that you guys know and love. If you have listened to this podcast for a while, then you've heard of Faith Mariah. I talk about her. She's been on the show. And also if you're part of the email list, then you you've been a part of some of the exclusive like email family bundles that we have when um Faith gets all of her um like top entrepreneurial friends in like This like, I don't even know what to call it. I don't know when this comes out, but (laughs) I'm
0: just saying the one I have coming in September is going to like, it is going to blow people's minds. Exactly. I know it's
1: full of goodies. It's so it's full of nuggets. And I can tell you guys, I promise every time she, she puts it out, I'm always a part of it, but I also grab some of the freebie stuff. Like I also check to see who's offering what, and I take what I need because it's so good. It's really like where I go around to all my little
0: entrepreneur friends and I like manipulate yeah. everybody into giving me their paid products. I'm like, not right, free. Right. Like, don't give me any junk. I'm like, don't give me yep. a lead magnet. I'm like, I'm going to yep. need a course. I'm going to need like a paid workshop. I'm going to need, yeah. like, and they agreed to let me give them away for four days. So yeah. it's It's
1: really good. It's so good. So if you guys are not already on the email, let's jump on so that the next time that this happens, you can be a part of it because I promise you it's, it's it's like sometimes people give away stuff and it's like, you know, something that they've had there for like five years or like when they first got started in business and they're still giving away this thing. But these things that Faith Mariah gets people to hand out, it's gold. It's gold. It's, bold, it's really my valuable. like
0: the best. They spend a lot of time. Like we do a lot. We like look through everybody's stuff and we'll go, we'll go back to people and be like, Hey, Man. like this needs, we wow. have like really high value stuff. You've got to like add some value here. Like I we're so annoying, but the result is so good for everybody. Cause everybody ends up sharing it. Cause it's so valuable. Exactly. And I just remember what it was like when I was starting. I'm sure you do too. Mm-hmm. How scrappy and lean I was like back in the day and I'm like, God, I would have loved to have had somebody do that for me. And so I just, I just really love doing it. It's like my favorite thing that we do.
1: Yeah. And I love being a part of it because I know it's going to be good. So yeah, you.
0: it's a good promotion for everybody, right? It's like everybody exactly. wins. It's just like my favorite way to do business is like the customers win, we win. Right. You guys get exposure and new potential
1: customers. They get free right. tools right. for their business. Like it's yeah. just fun for yeah. all of us. It's so good. So good. And it's nice and easy. It doesn't require too much of anyone. Like just sign up, get what you want and then go build your business pretty much. So yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Okay, so for anyone who's listening who maybe has not listened to the previous podcast episodes or not on the email list, know nothing about you, tell me, one, who are you? Two, who do you serve? Three, why do you do it? Okay, Uh,
0: my name is Faith Mariah. I am a business mindset coach as well as a marketing strategist. I have been making money online full-time probably for the last seven years now. I I am a full-time business coach now, but that's obviously not how I started. I started with a mental health blog that I scaled to full-time income and then made the move over to coaching over time as that business just grew and grew and grew and grew. And so that's what I do now. I have the Becoming Boss Mastermind, which is a place people can come to get affordable business coaching for me and my team of coaches. They get um, access to lots of expert professionals at a really amazing price. And most beginner entrepreneurs wouldn't have access to. So like my yeah. financial advisor just did a call in there. We have somebody coming on Monday to talk about regulating your nervous system during a launch. And then we also have a copywriter in there that does a workshop every month. So it's like all these different people they get access to for one monthly price where just hiring one person would cost more than the the cost of the mastermind. So that's what I do now. Why do I do it? I am really passionate about, I'm really passionate about mindset, to be honest. And I think entrepreneurship is the best vehicle for personal growth Mm. right and so I'm a nerd I am I know a ton about marketing and business strategy we're going to talk about some of that today in the previous episodes you guys can go back and listen to we talked more about like mindset Um, and I like to teach a combination of both but I'm very passionate about personal growth about mental health about all that stuff I was a social worker for like a decade and oh yeah girl I got all kinds of stories (laughs) I always joke like I've lived I feel like I've lived like a 100 lives. (laughs) But yeah, I used to take at risk, um, at risk kids from the juvenile detention center on 28 day wilderness camping trips as a wilderness counselor. (laughs) So we would like literally take them like from juvie like camping for 20 days. (laughs) But that I don't anyway, sense. but now I love doing the mindset stuff. And I think entrepreneurship is one of the best vehicles for personal growth. Right. And 100%. that really excites me. In addition to helping women learn how to make their own income and be their own right. boss, we call it the Becoming Boss Mastermind because it's really about shifting your identity and your way of thinking and becoming a boss and building a business that can make you money for years and years and years. To come. And I know you wanted to talk a little bit about sustainability and the ups and downs of business. And that's something I'm very passionate about because I think there's a lot of get rich quick stuff sold in this. And I'm always like, this is, you guys have to be willing to invest time, money, and energy. You're trying to build a business that's going to support you for decades. Like it's going to make money for a long time.
1: (laughs) Right, 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 right. Okay, okay. I love this. So there's so much in what you said. So first before we get into like the business strategy stuff how what inspired you to go from the the social work that you were doing with the young adults or the was it teenagers
0: yeah I well I got burnt out there's a few reasons like why the burnout happened I also worked in domestic violence so I worked at a rape crisis center I worked at a shelter I did homeless advocacy I did I like ran a needle exchange program out by Seattle for a while And then my last job was like working at Outward Bound as a wilderness counselor. And I loved that work. It is incredibly difficult, right? So I was kind of at the end of my, I feel like social work career when I went to start doing the wilderness counseling. I was feeling tired. I was feeling burnt out. I was feeling extremely underpaid, broke. I mean dealing with like lots of secondary trauma lots of just direct trauma especially at the right, domestic right. violence job but then lots of secondary trauma at, at even the wilderness counseling job with the kids and so I was just feeling like I don't know how long I can do this anymore um and I ended up having a horrific like crisis in my personal life where one of my best friends was my best friend for like my entire life went missing and was later found murdered in the trunk of her car Gosh. please take domestic violence seriously please stay safe I'm like get a restraining order right, <laughs> like right. just be very very careful and when that happened it just was like I couldn't continue doing that work anymore I was already burnt out I was already tired I was already just kind of like at the end of my rope and then that happened and it was just like I can't like do this lifestyle anymore it's just too yeah. I felt totally run down. And so I ended up, I mean, I'm like almost 30 years old at this point. Like, this is like not like a was happening when I was like 22. This wasn't even that long ago, right? right and right, so right. I ended up like at 30 years old having to move back into my parents' house, having no idea what to do. I felt like everything was just destroyed. I don't know if anybody has. I think most of us go through these moments where you're like, absolutely, my yeah. entire life must now change. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I need, I, I don't need know.
1: something else. There's I don't know more where to live. There's... Right, 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 At this, point, this I is have not it to live I. Have this been is living,
0: not it. I have been living for years as a wilderness counselor in my tent because I would do twenty eight day trips, and then between the trips, I would go camping like with my friends and Man. stuff, and so I yeah. live full time, like literally in the woods, like for years wow. and so now it's like I have no no belongings besides my camping gear. I have nowhere right. to live. I'm in my parents' guest room. This was a real rock bottom moment. I ended up in a nine to five job. It was very apparent to me immediately. I was like, "Oh, this is going to be so easy. Like, I'm going to get a nine to five job, <laughs> and I'm going to have." I, I like remember getting my health insurance, and I was like, "I'm basically like a rich person now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I have made it in life. Yeah, Hello, everybody. Yeah. And I had seen my friends get these nine to five jobs, right? So I had been traveling and doing all this stuff and working being broke, kind of struggling this whole time. And I would always see my friends with these nine to five jobs. And I would be like, oh my God, like they have health insurance and they just get like right. a check <laughs> and they have like a house that they rent. I remember <laughs> I got this nine to five job. I rented a house and I posted a picture on Facebook that was like, like dreams come true. And people yeah, thought yeah. I bought the house and I was like, yeah. no, 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 I'm just renting. I just haven't had anywhere <laughs> to live for two years. <laughs> and, I really like and I had to like be in the car. I was like, well, I didn't buy it. I'm just renting it. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious! I that's had seen hilarious. all my friends doing these jobs, and I was like, kind of jealous. Like I was kind of like, oh, like I'm a, I'm like kind of a screw up, and they're like really successful and thriving. Right, right. How I felt, and when I got that job, I went for one week, and I was like, you guys have been doing this the whole time. Like yeah. this is awful. I was just yeah. like. I had never had a job that was like, you go and like sit there eight to five and like you have a boss telling you what to do and yeah. you have all of these like kind of micromanagey things. I had never I had know, that. I know. So I was just like, you guys have been doing this for 10 years. I was like, what is happening? I was like, we need to figure something else out. Yeah. Yeah. either. (laughs) I was immediately plotting my escape basically from that point on. (laughs) So that's a long story log. Right. But that's basically, I was like, I have to learn how to online business. And probably some of you can relate to that. And maybe you're in that situation now where you're like, I must learn to online business. This is just not going to work for my life and what I want for my life. And it's been a hard journey. And I think the skills that you build, like, I'll just say this for anybody listening that maybe is relating to this, or you're in a situation where you're like, I can't nine to five anymore. I must online business. The skills are hard to learn. And there's a lot of them. It requires a much higher skill set, I think, than people realize. And it requires more skills than people realize. So I'm like, you got to be basically like a web designer, a graphic designer, a marketer, a teacher, an influencer. Like there's so many things you have to be good at. But all of those skills are very, very marketable skills in the job market. So, Mm -hmm. not only are you like setting yourself up to be an entrepreneur someday and be able to be your own boss, you're also setting yourself up for some very lucrative side
1: hustle opportunities. Yeah, 100%. 100%. So, talk to me about that because I remember like my first few years of business, I was kind of like, what am I? Am I an influencer? Am I a business owner? Like, am I a teacher? Like, so how did you kind of integrate all of the hats to kind of build this like, solid identity in being the CEO of your business, but also in having this like, impact on people around you?
0: I think, well, I mean, I think for me, I started with blogging. So it's kind of grown up like from there. Yeah, I think that there's a lot of different ways to do business. And I think one of the things advice I would give to people is find things that work for you mm-hmm. and don't feel like you have to do things other people's way. In fact, I think as an entrepreneur, our job is really to not have people tell us what to do and to figure it out on our own. The internet's changing all the time. What is working? I'm always like, what's working now won't work a year from now. So you have to be very adaptable and just very unattached um, and always be kind of evolving. And so, yeah, I went from like blogging and then it was like, well, then, you know, I started doing coaching and then I learned Instagram. And then I, you know, we kind of like, you add these skills as you go, you don't have to learn all of them. Like, out the get and that's one of the right. things I see that burns people out Is they're trying to do all the things instead of focusing and just getting good at like a couple skills at a time
1: yeah 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 what would you say are the main skills when it comes to um, solidifying one source of income in your business when you're just maybe let's say your first maybe one to three years in business
0: yeah I think well, this is the framework I teach my students, right? I teach okay. them get one way to get people to find you and to get leads. And I'm like, if you have never done any online stuff and you've never done business and you're like, I don't know where to start. I'm like, just start documenting your journey on Instagram Reels or and or TikTok because yeah. those platforms are short video content. They don't require you to have an editor. You can shoot them on your phone. You don't need gear. And they will show those videos to people for free, which is such an insane opportunity. And so many people are sleeping on it. I'm like, this (laughs) is like your chance to grow a platform for free. People 10 years from now will not have that opportunity. It will cost money to get in this game to get followers 100%. Yeah. Right. And so we're in this like magical little time where there is real organic reach still on video, which is amazing. People get really powerful, loyal communities on there, just start Mm -hmm. documenting what you're doing and just give them tips about what you're doing and you be your first client for whatever you think you want to have a business about. And you just document what you're doing with your tips. And that's my first part is like lead gen. So you have to have a way for people to find you. Right. And then the second thing I teach people is you need a way one way. So it's one way of getting leads. And I'm like, don't get confused. I just told you guys what to do. Yeah. 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 (laughs) I used to just tell them, get one way to get leads. And then they'd all like run around all confused. I'm like, no, here, like, I'll just tell you. (laughs) Do this. Yeah, I'm like, just do reels or TikTok three to five a day. Just show your journey. It doesn't have to be fancy, okay? Yeah. And then we're going to do one way of nurturing people. So people are finding us on this platform and now it's like, okay, we're going to nurture them and really get them a result and help them on a little deeper level after they find it. And the way I, I'm just going to tell you guys what to do. The way I've been teaching people to do this right now is I'm like, just start doing one five minute workshop once a week. And yeah. email that out to your list. <laughs> so now you're so gonna have, easy. Now you're gonna have practice teaching. You're gonna have little workshops you could reuse or make into a bonus or make into a lead magnet or do something with later on. You're gonna yeah. have great email content coming out every single week. So your first step is like getting those that content creator muscle built up where you're posting three to five times a day, Instagram or Reels, and then we're gonna add in it's like learning to juggle. So I'm like, then you add in the five minute mm-hmm. workshop once a week email that to your list. You can also use that as a lead magnet. So then the people that are following me on Instagram, I'm telling them, I'm going on stories saying, Hey, I did a five minute workshop. I'm emailing it out to my list tomorrow. Make sure you guys go sign up every Thursday. I do tip Thursday or tip Tuesday or whatever you want to call it. And it's five minutes. It's going to change your life. It's the most powerful information I can give you. You're going to get results. You definitely want to be on the email list, right? So one way of lead gen and then one way of nurturing them right? Which is like great email content, getting them results for free. And I've been telling people just start with a five minute workshop. You can always build up to 10 minutes, 20 minutes if you want, but five Mm -hmm, minutes once a week. And then the last step of that, of that kind of funnel is like, so we have people finding us, they're nurturing us, they're nurturing, nurturing us, they're being nurtured and watching our (laughs) videos every week. They're getting to know us, hanging out with us. We're getting them some kind of result. And after a while, people will start thinking like, I think I might want to hire this person or work with this person if your stuff Mm -hmm. is useful enough. Right. And so then the last step is having something that people that solves a problem that people want to pay to fix. Yeah, It has to be a product that solves a problem, but they want to give you money to fix. So a lot of people will make pro- make products for problems people like to complain about. I'm yeah. like, just because people tell you like, oh my gosh, I have no time or like my dog is annoying or I wish blah, blah. It doesn't mean that they want to open their wallet and pay you premium right. money to fix that issue. So you've got to figure out what is a problem people have that they would just be really happy to pay like right. if I could solve. Right. And exactly. so you need a product to sell that they want to buy and then you need to be good at selling it. You need sales experience.
1: Yeah. Yeah. OK. OK. So right there, when you talk about having a product that people actually want to buy, mm-hmm. how do we clarify what people want to buy? Because we could hop on calls and talk to people and they can say, these are the pain points. This is what I'm struggling with. This is what I would really you know, want. But then you make the thing and then nobody buys it. So, how do you discern?
0: Well, I always say, like, I don't know that that's the best way to tell if they actually want a product or not. Cause what I always say is, I think people buy at your level of marketing skill. Right. right. So, if somebody's really, really good at marketing, they can probably sell your product. Yeah. If they're yeah, not yeah. good at marketing, it's like, they can probably not sell that product. Even and right. I used I always use this example of affiliate marketing. I used to do affiliate marketing when I was starting on my blog yeah. lot, and a lot of the products I was selling were like million dollar business products. They were like. People made millions of dollars selling them. People buy them all the time. But I sold them at kind of the same rate I sold my own products at, right? right? So it was like, yeah, they I wasn't yeah. like all of a sudden like having a great product. This is a product that is tested, that is developed by professional marketers that has professional yeah. marketing that was literally giving me copy. And it's right. like- you know, I wasn't pitching it. I wasn't going on video. I was like sending a couple sales emails. I wasn't really doing anything to get them engaged. I wasn't warming them up beforehand. My level of sales skillsmanship was low. Right. right? right. And so I I don't know. Most of the time when people aren't buying a product, it's not because you picked the wrong product. It's because you don't have enough experience doing sales. And then what I see people do is they constantly try they do a couple things they either change their niche all the time they're like they're not buying this isn't working this is so hard I'm gonna change my niche but it's like they're taking their same level of marketing experience and their same level of sales experience Mm -hmm. to the new business and so whatever sales problems you are having in your business unless you fix them they come with you to your new business right right, aware of that if you change your niche Yeah. 100%. So like people will be like, I'm going to be a business coach. That's way easier. And then they like mm-hmm. come over here and I'm like, this is the most oversaturated market there is good luck yeah. to you, my friend, yeah. you better get to crack in. <laughs> yeah. 100%. Right? And then we're up 100%. against like professional marketers over here. Like, I don't know, Amy Porterfield and stuff that have like bajillions <laughs> of dollars. So it's like, yeah, this is a, you know, a tough game, but I, but I always tell people like, you got to fix your marketing issue. It's usually, usually not a product issue as much as a marketing issue. People try to yeah. fix their marketing issue by changing their price point, changing their product. They'll be like, oh that didn't work. I'm gonna do I'm gonna do a webinar. I'm gonna do a challenge. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. They change their launch every time. It's like, no, no, you need to sell the same product with the same launch strategy so you can yeah. fix it. I'm like, if we don't launch that flopped, I would look at all of the emails, all of the open rates, all of the click-through rates, the click-through rate on the sales page. And I would be like detective over here, try to figure out where did it break down? Did they not open the emails? Did they not go to the sales page? Did they go to the sales page and not buy? Did they go to the checkout page? Like somewhere something is broken
1: Yeah, and
0: I need to do the work to figure that out if you're changing it all the time, it's like you're not doing any of that work. And in my mind, that is the work of growing a business and getting it to work, just skipping it and changing the product and throwing the whole thing out. You're basically going back to the bottom of the mountain every time you're never actually getting any closer. And so people hate that advice because they're just like, I don't want I don't want to keep selling it. I'm frustrated. I'm disappointed. I'm mad. I'm whatever Mm -hmm. that this launch didn't work. I don't even want to look at this product again. But there's something about that tenacity about being like, I'm going to launch this product until I get the result Mm -hmm. that I want. Right. And I'm just not going to stop selling it this is what I did with my mastermind. I was like, I am just, my brain was always like, we should do something else. Selling a membership is harder. We should do this or this niche is too hard and it's too saturated and this and that. My brain had all this chatter, yeah. right? And I was just like, this is leaking all my energy. We, I have to close this up. It was exhausting, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Every time I would see like a, somebody have a successful launch, I'd be like, we should do that. I should have a $2,000 program. I yeah. should have a mastermind. Yeah. I should have an in-person event. It's just like yeah. such a waste of time. <laughs> and I finally was just like, I'm going to sell the mastermind like only until like X amount of dollars period the end I think when I made that goal I think it was like 300,000 or something a year but we're getting close to that now but I'm just like so glad that was the best decision I ever made which was just like Mm -hmm. I'm not changing the offer I'm not changing the price I'm not changing the launch strategy I'm going to figure out how to get this process this launch strategy this offer this price to work and then The only variable that I had to mess with was like, how good am I at delivering it? How good am I in the free event? How good are we at promoting it? How good is the marketing? And those leverage points, I think are the most valuable for people to mess with. Now I feel like because I understand those big leverage points, I can sell any offer. Right? right. But I wouldn't have figured it out if I had just been changing the offer, the price, the niche, the name, which I would love to do. I have ADHD. I'm like, yeah, let's like change everything every <laughs> two seconds. <laughs> My poor team will tell you. They're like, Can we just do the plan you made yesterday? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Remember you liked it yesterday? <laughs> we had a nice plan. <laughs> That's
1: so funny, but it's so real. It's so real. Something else that I see people do is like they'll they'll sell the thing, they'll they'll go through with the launch and then it'll make money and then they'll sell something else. They'll move on to some other product that they have. And it's like, why keep building on what's working <laughs> instead of trying to build something else somewhere else. And like, I think it's this whole idea of like having multiple streams of income or like more than one source of revenue, but like talk to me about that. How did you, it's because good if you have a small,
0: yeah, I think it's good if you have a small audience to have more than one thing to sell, like, so your audience doesn't get tapped out. But ideally, like you're going to have enough leads coming in that you wouldn't tap an audience, right? Because we always have new people coming in. I can sell the same offer more or less over and over. Like and still make money every time. If there weren't new people coming in, eventually that pond will dry up. And what happens is people dry up that pond. And instead of fixing their lead gen problem, they start selling other random shit to their (laughs) or staff. I don't know if I can swear. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs)
1: Yeah, no, selling
0: random stuff, right? So,
1: hundred percent, hundred percent. Okay, so when you talk about um solidifying your streams of income or the income that's coming in by making sure that you're clarifying your message and then like perfecting the offer instead Mm of switching to another launch strategy or another offer, things like that. How, how, what was the chatter that was going on in your mind when you're going through that process? And how did you like neutralize it or like completely silence it?
0: I really, it was like really that decision making, right? And this is what I always teach people about chatter. If you have a chattery, I have like a chattery brain. If you have yeah. a chattery brain and you feel like it's leaking your energy, you want to become very, very decisive right? Mm. You want to be like the most decisive mother ever. Okay. This is like your mission now It is like, and what I did was I just made a decision. Like I'm not changing the price. I'm not changing the brand. I'm not changing Mm. anything except our marketing and my level of teaching and doing sales. It's the only leverage point we're messing with right now. We're not messing with the other point. And I just set a. Big boundary with my brain, which is kind of what decision making does, right? So if you ha- are chattering about, like, I don't know my niche, I don't know what to sell, I don't know this, I don't know that, you want to like write, write all that stuff down and just make a decision. And I think the thought error that I see, I coach on decision making almost every week in the mastermind, yeah. the thought error that keeps people stuck in this is this idea that more thinking. Will help you make a better decision. Mm. Whereas in business, (laughs) like time is really money. Like every week, (laughs) you guys waste not being out there on reels, not getting sales experience. That's just like, you're just getting further away from the life you want. Right. Mm. And so you want to get in the game and like go fast and you want to be very decisive. And so what I tell my clients and the way I make decisions is I just tell my brain, like, I don't know if it's going to work. That's why we're going to test it. I'm just going to go get some data. So we teach our clients to make 90 day plans So they make a 90 day plan and I'm like, you go get the data and test it. It's like, I don't know right, if it works or not. I don't know if your audience wants to buy it. I don't know if your idea for a TikTok account is going to work until we go get data. right? Mm -hmm. And so with entrepreneurship, I really see the whole job is like going and collecting these data points, looking at what's working, what's not working and adjusting as you go but people try to fortune tell. They try to like, yeah, make, yeah. <laughs> and all they're doing is being slow. I'm like, it doesn't right. make it doesn't make your decisions better. It just yeah. makes you slower. And I'm like, speed is everything yeah. in this game. Like if something doesn't work, I want to know that yesterday, not in right. months and months from now when I finally decide to test it. It's like, I want to know yeah. it doesn't work so I can get it out of my brain and move on and find what does work. And the clues for what does work are in all of the failures. They're in the launches. You will figure out how to get sales to work for you from the launches that don't work, from the products you made that you end up not selling, from mm. all of those failures is how you figure out where you want to go. So I love this yeah. saying. I heard someone else say this. I didn't mess it, make it up, but I love this saying. And it's, um, you're either getting, I'm either getting the result I want or I'm getting the lesson yeah. I
1: need. It's yeah. the only That's two options. Yeah, 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 yeah. Every time. Every single time, Every there's time. no, there's there's nothing else. There's no other route that we could take. It's either the lesson or the result.
0: But people think like failure is like a step backwards, and I'm like, no, right. failure is always forward. It's always, yeah, always, always. It's always lessons. It's always like, oh. especially if you look at those data, because I'm like, I failed launch. I'll tell you a lot. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Go yeah. look at all of your stuff. Like, look at all your data. Most of the time, like the launch data is just like, you don't have enough people. That's really what I see. Right. 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 But what people do is they don't look at the data and then they're like, no one bought my thing because I suck because I'm never going to be able to do this. And I've been wasting my time and I don't even know. But when you look at the data, it's like, no, you only had 40 people on your email list. You have a 20% open rate. And only like one of them went on the sales page. Exactly. We just don't have enough volume. Right. And it's like, well, that's a problem you can fix. It has a solution. That's Mm -hmm. why I like looking at the data points because I'm like, any problem in your business is fixable. You just got to figure out which data point is the most broken and come up with an idea with your brain. Nobody's going to tell you how to do it. You got to come up with an idea of something you can try to try to fix it. And that's the whole game. You just keep doing that till you get to dollars. (laughs) (laughs)
1: 100%. 100%. Okay, so. You one thing I want to say is you touched on the idea of like failure and having a failed experience and stuff like that. And something that I talk about a lot here on the podcast and also um with my private coaching clients is the fact that failure is an interpretation. It's not a real like it's not an it's not an event. It's not something that we can like pinpoint and say, oh, this is failure and everyone can confirm this is failure. Right. It's something that we make up in our mind and say, oh, because I didn't hit this. It's a fail, but it's just an interpretation. Okay, so um, now here we are, we we have money coming in. What is one tip that you would give people for um, leveraging their income in their business? Like when they have their, let's say fifth launch and they're making a lot of money and things are working and they've solidified this stream. What can they do with that money that's gonna help them to make more money or impact more people? Just one thing.
0: Hire a VA. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I'm like, hire a VA. You guys would be shocked. And you don't have to hire somebody full-time. Don't go like crazy. But if you you have revenue coming in. So now you're like, at this point, you know how to make some kind of income for yourself. Yeah, yeah. Right? The way a lot of entrepreneurs get tapped. I I still believe one of the most expensive mistakes I made in my career. And I've made a lot of expensive mistakes. (laughs) But one of the most expensive mistakes I made in my career was I didn't hire anybody to help me until way, way beyond the point, right? And I had yeah. three businesses. I was making over six figures. I was doing every dang thing myself, responding to every email, managing the yeah. groups, managing clients. Like it was like insane, right? Yeah. And I really think we could have gotten to two hundred thousand to three hundred thousand a lot faster if I had been willing to hire somebody to help me. And I would yeah. say start small just get a VA for an hour a week. You guys would be shocked what a good VA can do for you. And in two hours a week, I mean, like they're just so much better at admin than me, at least for me, because especially because I'm not like administratively minded and I'm not the most organized person. Having someone else come in and be able to do the inbox, having someone deal with my, at that point I had an insane Facebook group, deal with the insane Facebook group. I don't even have, there's so many things in my business that just run that I don't have to think about. And that allows me to get better results for my clients because I can keep my brain thinking about what they need and making things for our membership. I'm only able to do that because I have a team that does the other things. And yeah, even yeah. still at, I think we're around like 230 right now for the year and. Even at two hundred over two hundred thousand dollars in sales, like I don't have a full time team. Like I still just have two VAs that work extremely part time, and they just get so much done. They come in and they crush it, and then that gives me the capacity to go out and grow the business. And so I would okay. say, if you're making some income, look at what are those revenue revenue generating activities. Can I pay someone to do some of the cheaper things so I can right. do more of the things that that bring in money? I make more money because I'm not in the inbox because I don't deal with that stuff. I pay someone like a lower amount and then I do the higher paying task. It would cost me a lot more money to hire a copywriting team and a marketing team right, than it would to hire someone to manage the inbox. So figure out for you, what are those low hanging fruit tasks that would be cheap to outsource that anybody can do um, and that would give you a lot of brain room back. Yeah. And oh. if you want to actually go and make this a business and make this money, I really think like having at least one VA is like the way Yeah. <laughs> I believe 100%. in it very much.
1: <laughs> 100%, yeah. There's no, there's no win in, in running a business by yourself. Like you just end up burnt out, overwhelmed, like stressed you're no longer inspired no longer feeling creative no longer like wanting to show up for your people in the way that you initially wanted to because your brain is just like exhausted it's so so
0: much to be one person and do and I think it's more fun to have them right and to have to be able to share things with them and collaborate with them and like bounce ideas my Poor assistant i have now kelsey like i'm always, like i need to like borrow your brain for a minute like i'm trying to think this through like does this make sense and like that stuff it. has really been just makes my business more enjoyable it but does. i think if you want to actually build your business and have a good life like you yeah. need some support at least like i'm saying like one hour a week like you guys would yeah. be shocked like yeah, and it'll yeah. cost you less than like a hundred bucks a month and it will be yeah. like the best thing you ever did. That and grocery delivery, those are the things I'm like just outsource <laughs> oh, yeah. that. I, oh my gosh,
1: I love getting my groceries delivered. <laughs> I cannot live without it. I have three kids under eight years old. We need the groceries delivered. It's like like life this is just necessary. But that's like cheap. to think Outsource
0: right. So yeah, like the other yeah. thing you can do if you can't quite swing a VA yet you can also do work exchange. Like I had VAs that did like work exchange stuff for me. So that's always an option. If you're very skilled, maybe you guys swap or something. But the other Mm -hmm. option too, is like outsourcing some of your household things can be a cheap way to get some of your time back. Right. It it costs a lot more money to hire someone to build a sales page than it does to hire someone to clean your house every week. And so looking at like, just, Is there grocery delivery we could get? Is there a VA I could hire one hour every two weeks? Like something simple to get started. And then allow that investment. This is my tip for like maximizing that investment. Is allow yourself to feel supported. So Mm. instead of feeling like it's all on me, I have this thought. I think a lot of entrepreneurs tend to have this thought pattern that's like, it's all on me. It's all I'm carrying us all. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's all me, right? It's like I'm like, I'm doing everything for everybody. Especially as women, right? It's just oh like, yeah, oh yeah. Take care of everybody. Don't worry about <laughs> yeah. I don't need anybody. But like, allow yourself to feel like, wow, like this person like brought groceries to my house, like, and just yeah. feel like a rich, supported queen, right? Or like, on. like, yeah, I'm like somebody just cleaned my inbox. Like, yeah. I am like so supported, and yeah, just like that feeling of like letting someone take care of you and like do something for you was very that was very hard for me Mm -hmm. but it really increased my capacity to make more money help more people do better for the business my clients have a better experience it's like everything in life is so much better because I let the team be there and do their job and i am allow myself to feel receive that support
1: yeah Oh, that's so beautiful. I love it. I love it. I love it. (laughs) Okay. Where, where can we go to follow you? Where are you? I know you have a podcast. Tell us about that.
0: Yeah. The podcast is really fun. You'll have to come on. I don't know if you're booked yet, but we are doing business power hour every week. So I'm doing a new live show that's going on the podcast. And it's a panel of three experts every week. We just did one today about memberships. We did one last week about lazy launching. Yeah. 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 That was (laughs) fun. We have a different theme like every single week. Oh, you were just on last week. What am yeah, I yeah, talking yeah. about? Yeah. I don't even know what I'm talking about. <laughs> this is like the craziest week. No, you guys, we, yes, that was so good. You guys have to go listen to that and listen to the other ones, but it's really fun because we all get to come on and chat and like share yeah. tips yeah, um, and all of the things. So uh, awesome. that's on the podcast, Faithmariah.com. I have a free business training on my website. You can get and yeah. we're always doing lots of events and all the things so you should definitely come hang out be on the email list and check out what we got going on yeah the bundle will be out in september i don't know when this comes out but the bundle will be out in september so definitely look you don't want to miss that it's only for four days the value is over $6,000 now. We yeah. got like people to Jeez. give us paid products. It yeah. usually were like around two or three, which I thought was pretty good. But because yeah, we've is. been doing it longer and longer and like people really love it, I was really able to like leverage the reputation, I guess, of the bundle and be like, I need like high value things. I need paid offers. Mm-hmm. I would need more people. And we really put together an amazing collection of things and it's all going to be free for just for four days though so watch that for that email
1: that is fire that is so fire and tell us your instagram handle where can we find you on instagram
0: oh i'm at the.faith.mariah on instagram and i also do have a facebook group so that is the online business breakthroughs Facebook group. I always have to think of the names of my own <laughs> stuff. I'm like, I don't what am I on Instagram? I don't know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but if you guys go to faithmarina.com, you can find all my little links and all my little things there. And you can get on the wait list for the mastermind and do all the things with us. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. I, it's
1: but all the things all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Alright guys, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. Faith, thank you for being here and all the links are in the show notes so we will see you next week. Ciao for now.